Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about the topic of Beyond Vulnerability Management. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Gautam Agarwal, CMO with Bay Dynamics. Gautam, it's a pleasure to speak to you again. Same here, Tom. It's good to be back. So, as you know, organizations are finding that vulnerability management alone is not nearly enough to help them reduce their attack surface. In your experience, where are the holes that these organizations are discovering? So, Tom, what's happening is, uh, I think the main challenges that security teams are facing today, it's all revolving around the raw security data they're trying to analyze, and then they're trying to really find what are the vulnerabilities which are associated with uh, uh, the, the data which is coming in, where is the information residing, on which assets are they residing. So they're, they're actually going through the whole life cycle in terms of understanding where the vulnerabilities are. And that's been the, that's been the core essence for any organization so far to say, pretty much I have all these assets and let me go back and really check what the vulnerabilities are. But when it comes to really prioritizing uh, what, which assets to come back and mitigate, that is what, that is, what is the, the challenge for them. They, they still lack context. They don't have a complete understanding of the high-value assets they're supposed to protect and are disconnected from the individuals that actually govern them. And if you're not sure where your high-value assets are located, who's actually governing them, and then what sensitive data resides in them, there is no possible way to actually measure your organization's cyber value at risk. That what's the value of the asset and how do I really come back and prioritize that particular asset for investigation and remediation? So I think those are the, the gapping holes which organizations are facing today, which is not being solved by all the vulnerability scans and the vulnerability management solutions. So amidst these holes, amidst the confusion, how then do organizations find their true assets at risk? Now, I think that's a great question. I think, uh, first of all, we need to make sure that as an organization, we have a fundamental understanding that all assets are at risk. But now we also need to understand that some of these assets hold a higher cyber value at risk than others. So when I say cyber value at risk, what do I really mean by that? So I'll come to that, but it's through determining that cyber value at risk that organization can really understand and prioritize the protection of those assets. So now uh, when I talk about cyber value at risk associated with those assets, what do I really mean by that? What I mean is through more context provided by the individuals which are the closest to the high value assets. So if I look at an organization right now, who are the people who are closest to the high value assets? You have your line of business application owners who are actually owning these high value assets. Where my data is residing, which are the critical applications, which systems are the are all these pieces are residing, the line of business application owners are the ones who are actually controlling this piece. If they can really come back and provide me context around these high-value assets, that's the way to go. Because not only are they familiar with the data that reside in those systems and applications, they can also share relevant information tied to users, such as uh, my employees and third-party vendors that have access and are interacting with those assets in addition to the permissions they have as it relates to their interaction with the crown jewels. So if I'm as a user trying to interact with your high-value asset, do I have the right entitlements? If I'm entitled to have access to that particular asset, there's a whole business justification behind that. But if I'm not, and the line of business application owner knows that I do not have the right entitlements, they would love to basically prioritize the investigation of that particular asset. But they are the ones who are going to come back and actually tell me what, what should I really come back and prioritize and provide me that context? And then also, once the security managers, when I talk about security managers, it means the security operations team. Once security managers take that additional context into account, they have a complete understanding of organization's high-value assets, 
and then you can basically assign uh, a numeric value to those assets and then related to the financial impact to the company what what kind of a business impact they would suffer if that asset was compromised so i think uh, uh, tom by determining the cyber value at risk and specifically tying those numeric values to the critical assets which are housing the crown jewels organizations can then understand what assets are truly at risk gotham you mentioned a couple of words there that are key one is prioritize and the other is contextual so how do security leaders prioritize these true assets at risk and what do you find to be the key contextual ingredients that help them and i think i think that's the kind of tie in we are looking for tom this actually ties right back into when i'm talking about determining the cyber value at risk once the security and the risk organization enables the right stakeholders in the business to be a part of that cyber risk reduction process specifically the line of business application owners they can have a deeper uh, understanding of the company's critical assets when the security and the risk organization is able to get a full story around the company's high value assets only then they are able to prioritize investigation and respond effectively so now it's a very simple journey i have all these assets i understand what the value at risk is based on my the context provided by the line of business application owners as a security manager now i can come back and prioritize which of those assets in investigation and also i can provide guidance back to the line of business to see what's really happening uh, with those applications who's touching them so you are actually tying the context and prioritization through communication and collaboration between the security managers and the line of business application owners the other piece of the puzzle is also security managers need to know where the assets are located in the business what crown jewels are located in them and who in business is governing those assets that's where they need full collaboration from the line of business which doesn't exist today by the way and i think that's one of the gaping holes which everybody who's trying to do vulnerability management and trying to go beyond that that's a big gaping hole something happens on the on the application and and the cfo gets fired that should not be the right way can i really come back and drive collaboration with the line of business and the security team for them to really come back and and work together on this piece and then also uh, finally i can can i also come back and understand what is the risky or unusual behavior which is coming from employees third party vendors all my privileged users who are showing privilege access compromise accounts people who are attacking from outside coming on the inside i think these are the contextual ingredients which allow security managers to effectively prioritize incident response and investigation and then also communicate security guidance to the right people in the business that can take action at the right time Gotham, you talked about the relationship between security leaders and the business leaders, the folks in the line of business. So you, you make a case for why, but how do security leaders engage these line of business leaders to be able to identify and secure these key assets at risk? So like I previously mentioned, uh, uh, Tom, line of business leaders are a critical component of this entire process. Very important for us to engage line of business leaders. And seeing that they are closest to these high-value assets, only they can provide the additional context information that the security and the risk organization needs to effectively measure company's cyber value at risk but then to your point how can i make this process more effective and efficient and that's where the whole automation piece comes into play can i the automation serves as a change management vehicle that facilitates communication between the security and risk organization and the line of business application owners that is what i need to be able to drive between the two teams the change management is going to be automation this results in full contextualized security event data and that helps me minimize the alert fatigue for the soc team for the security managers i can help them enhance their investigation and response time because now i have a automated way of really getting more context from the line of business to come back and drive investigation and response but i can also empower the line of business to take action on the guidance now being provided by the security managers at the right time again through an automated process so i think automation is the right change management which should happen between the line of business and between the security managers too. 
So we've talked about the security managers. We've talked about the line of business. What about the users? Where does user behavior tie into protecting assets at risk? I think, Tom, that's a, that's a great question because I think that's one context uh, which, again, is missing when people are trying to do vulnerability management. Typically in the industry, when we look at vulnerability management, it's all about assets, how I treat my assets, and how I look into the vulnerabilities and threats associated with the assets. But while understanding where the high-value assets are located, what resides in them, and then who's governing those important contextual pieces of the puzzle, monitoring the user behavior surrounding those assets, and then closing the loop on that information is extremely critical. It's important for all these security teams to really understand what insiders have access to those assets. I can draw parallels with uh, what's happening with the credit card companies. Like uh, last week, my credit card uh, uh, was was uh, compromised, but at the same time, Chase, real time, first blocked that transaction and really came back and asked me to say, uh, we see this particular transaction happening for, for your credit card. Is that really uh, uh, you who had done this transaction? We have already blocked it, but we really want to come back and ensure that uh, and verify with you that you were actually involved in this process. And I think that's exactly the, the piece of the puzzle we need. The, the users can range from employees, third-party vendors, bad actors, but providing continuous monitoring of user behavior surrounding those assets, organizations can actually combat any insider threats. And it's important to understand that that insider threat just goes beyond malicious users. Non-malicious users, careless employees, third-party vendors, compromised accounts, Privileged accounts showing risky behavior, they all come into play. And I think uh, that's where, by enabling the line of business application owners to take an active role in the cyber risk reduction process, and for them to really come back and say who's entitled to access those particular assets which are at risk, SOC will have a much better understanding of the user behavior tied to those assets, which then qualifies for security alerts uh, that hits a particular department. I can, resu- I can The results are, I can be very efficient in my incident response. I can come back and respond in time. I can do proactive automation, I can do proactive incident response. So I think all those pieces really come into play, but really understanding what's really happening with my assets at risk and who is entitled to access those assets from an insider standpoint. Gotham, final question for you. Talk to me about how Bay Dynamics has addressed this whole concept of beyond vulnerability management. What results do your customers report now after using your solutions and strategies? Yeah, so definitely, I think, Tom, uh, this is something which we have seen in the market right now where customers are really coming back and saying, don't just talk to me about insider threats, don't just talk to me about assets at risk, and how you're going to automate my security metrics and all those pieces, bring it all back together. And I think we automate the approach that we recommend. For us, that's a key piece which comes into play. I involve focusing on your high-value assets and the activities surrounding them within your organizations. In addition, um, Bay Dynamics is also enabling line-of-business application owners to be an active part of the process through continuous communication with the security managers and the security operations team. This provides security and risk organizations with full context to vulnerability data, which allows them to cut through the noise and then commonly, uh, which is commonly associated with alert fatigue, be more efficient, effective when it comes to investigation and incident response, and at the same time also uh, enable the line of business with the right guidance. As a result of all this stuff, we can also make compliance more predictable, Tom. And I think that's a key for a customer through this automated process where I can provide live updates on the status of the organization's high-value assets that are in scope of compliance. Not provide you a snapshot in time to what's compliant and not compliant, what's compliant but not secure, but go through a continuous compliance process. Help you make compliance more predictable, provide you live updates so you can really come back and see which are my high-value assets, which are the ones which are in scope of compliance, which are compliant but not secure, take you through the entire journey. So I think bringing those elements together, I think that's where Bay Dynamics is, is uh, really providing value to its customers. 
In fact, one of our uh, Fortune 50 media and entertainment customer, they were able to reduce their uh, incidents by 70% around assets at risk, around insider threats, 70% reduction by going through this process. By actively engaging line of business, getting more context for the security operations team, providing more guidance back to the line of business, really tying in the piece of who on the inside is trying to touch my assets at risk. So they've been able to reduce the incidents uh, by 70%. And I think that's a big success story for us. Well, it's very compelling. Gotham, I appreciate your time and your insight and your use of that really compelling case study at the end. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for the time. The topic has been Beyond Vulnerability Management. It's been my pleasure to speak with Gotham Agarwal, CMO with Bay Dynamics. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.